G'day everyone, welcome to another Tune Under podcast, the Southern Hemisphere's biggest and best podcast for all things Newcastle United. Uh, tonight we'll be having a bit of a preview of the Sheffield United game on this weekend. It's another shit house time for us, 1.30am Monday morning. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've been we've been kicked in the balls again. Uh, before we go any further, uh, like we said for the last pod, we're on our way to 1,500. We've had a couple more subs uh, since our Milan review. So if you haven't watched that, go back and check that out. But, um, yeah, if you could subscribe and give us a like as well so we can punch through that 1,500 barrier, that would be absolutely monumental. Uh, I'm joined by Jack in Brisbane and Dimmy. How are we are, boys? Very good. Looking forward to another um, graveyard shift on the weekend uh, before <laughs> a work day. Yeah. Exactly. Dimmy. Just another late-night Newcastle game. I was going to say, Dimmy, Dimmy is just a Monday morning for him. Nothing changed. No, it's just a normal Monday morning. So how, how are we feeling a couple of days after the um, the Champions League first or the first Champions League game? Yeah, good. I think the dust, the dust settled a little bit. Um, it's... It's been it's good. I think it's, it's going to be good to get back into Premier League action. Uh, we can forget about the Champions League for another ten days, and then we're, we're playing PSG <laughs> next. Oh no, we've got yeah. Man City and then PS Man City yeah. in, the league, in the League Cup, then PSG. We're just yeah. playing world class teams every week. Every week these days, <laughs> that's what happens it's when you're a world class team, mate. You play other world class teams. Exactly, but luckily Sheffield United are not world class. So yes, so uh, probably yeah. the easiest game we'll, we've had this season so far. <laughs> Touchwood. Yeah, thanks for jinxing that, Jack. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we are playing Sheffield United home, Dimmy. Uh, like I said, one thirty Monday morning Away. for us. Yeah, at Bramwell Lane. Um, they haven't had the best start, I guess, to their uh, to their Premier League life so far. Uh, they're seventeenth. They've only uh, accumulated one point from their first five games, and unfortunately, we're on the end of an absolute shocker last weekend at uh, Spurs Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, it, they were they were leading right until the 98th minute, and then proceeded to somehow concede <laughs> a goal in the 98th, and then the 101st minute of the game, and and lose and lost two one. So that was a massive kick in the teeth to them, and hopefully there is a lingering effect on that for us. And they did get a red card in that game as well, which which we might talk about. Ollie McBurney was sent off, so that's a handy exclusion for us, but. But yeah, they haven't been great, to be honest, and they do look like they'll be in and around that relegation battle for the rest of the season. Yeah, that makes me and... feel that makes me feel so much better about what happened against Liverpool. Uh, watching what happened yeah. to them, <laughs> <laughs> the weekend. Yeah. except that... they were the ones that got one set off, not Tottenham yeah. get one set off. But, um, but ninety-eight and one hundred and one. Oh, hell, you horrible. don't have to be dead to be stiff, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that's horrible. Um, so. Obviously, there is, like you said, the dust has settled a bit, Jack, from the from the Champions League. But and as we turn our attention to this one, I think it's going to be really, really interesting the the way we set up and and who's going to play and who's not. I mean, if you if you sort of wind back, I know it's nearly been a week, but back to that Brentford game where Tonali didn't play, um, who oh, Isak didn't play as well. So we we all sort of thought that they were going to be. One eye to the to the Champions League game midweek as well, but um, what about this game? Do you think uh, uh, what changes do you think that? 
Do what you're asking for me for the team. What I think the team's going to be. Yeah, well, um, do you, yeah, well not, not to the team, but do you think, um, like, will Wilson start? Will Barnes potentially start as well and, and things like that? Uh, so it'll probably depend to some extent on fitness. Um, so what's what's happened? Because we've had this is the end of a really big week. We've had two very very tough games, and before that was obviously the international break. So it'll depend to an extent on you know players' fitness and what their numbers are saying. Um, that's the first time this season we're kind of playing against a team that we look at and we say we really should win this. You know, a weak a weak team that's just been promoted. Um, probably jinxed it now, but we need to be looking at this and thinking, right, this is one. We're in the Champions League. Uh, we haven't, we've lost both away games so far, so we really have to a- attack this game. And this is one that we really have to be looking at taking the three points from. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see some changes, maybe a bit of more attacking fullback, maybe Lewis Hall potentially um, instead of Dan Byrne if he's fit. And to try and impose ourselves and get some goals as well, because uh, it's been a while since we've you know put someone to the sword. We used to do it most weeks last season, but we've only done it once so far this season. So this is a good opportunity to do that. Yeah, um, Dimi, how do you think it's going to sort of roll this? Do you think it's going to be let's just pick our best team and we not the best. We always want to pick the best team we can, but do you think they'll try and get guys like Trippier and, and Burn and maybe hang on for one more game and then rest them for that? Um, Midweek game against Man City. Yeah, I think so. With the with the Carling Cup or Carabao Cup game coming up mm. midweek, I think that'll be the chance where we'll do the we'll do some rotation and some of the squad players who haven't got a game will get a game. So I th- I think it'll be a virtually full strength team, barring maybe two or three changes compared to the Champions League game. I think it, it seems like Isaac and Wilson are going to be rotating fairly often. So that that seems like a uh, a one that one that will happen, and I think the one area we'd probably want to rotate, which we haven't got the luxury really to rotate, is central midfield. I think with Joe Linton and Willock, yeah, we're a little bit more limited with how much we can rotate in midfield. So that would be nice to have a, a few more fresh legs in the midfield. But but like Jack said, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Sheffield United are a promoted team, and I don't think we need to be adjusting our game too much. I think we need to be going there and attacking them and imposing ourselves on, onto that game and hopefully getting some early goals and sort of putting the game away as soon as we can. When yeah. do you think we might when when do you think we might see Lewis Hall start? Because you know he's come in on loan, so he's here for the season. He's gonna want to start playing games at some point. Um and it's he's gonna give us something extra as well going forward in that position. I'm a massive fan of Dan Byrne. Defensively he's brilliant. But he's, he is a weak link going forward and he kind of attacks often break down. I think it would add a whole different dimension to our system and to our game if we could get Lewis Hall. And I can't think of many better games for him to come in, maybe unless it was maybe a home game than against someone like Sheffield United. He's already played 12 games for Chelsea last season and he was really good and he played against in big games. He played twice against Thursday, he played against Man United and Man City. So if he's fit, I think it might be time soon for us to start seeing him come in and see what he can do in some of these games where we don't maybe need such defensive solidity. Mm, I think, I think they'll hold him off and I think you, I think they'll give burn one more and then he'll, he'll play the Carabao cup. But I think Eddie, Eddie seems to, you have to win his trust before he'll start you. And, and, and it's hard to get out of the team unless you sort of lose his trust. So 
once you're in, and unless it might be a little bit different this year with with the our games and the volume that we're playing, but it was really it's been really hard, especially well since he started for blokes just to get dropped. Like, you can't think of many players who've actually been dropped from the side. So that's why I think he'd probably just stick with Burn if if he's fit and guys like Liveramento and, and Hall, um, Lascelles. I think Miley probably see Miley start that um, Carabao Cup game as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Gordon played a little bit up front like he did um, for the England under-21s in that tournament in the Euros too. So we don't want to get too too far down the road. But, uh, yeah, I think you can kind of look at these games um, not in isolation because I think one's going to have a big bearing on on the other one as well. So, um. I was going through some of some Sheffield United stuff uh, this evening. So they've been playing a bit of a 3-5-2, which I no doubt will end up being a 5-3-2 for most of the game. <laughs> so I think that the whole low block um, thing is going to is going to be an issue for us again. And like you said before, Demi, if we can score first and sort of pull them out a little bit, it's going to make life a whole lot easier for us to play the, we want, play the way we want to play. Yeah, absolutely. They do play the three at the back with, with fullbacks, and one of those fullbacks is a Greek international, George Baldock, so I'll give him a shout-out. But um, <laughs> Real Greek name, that, George Baldock. Distant, but, um, distant cousin, yeah. too. From Athens, <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they, they, they do play three at the back, which obviously when they defend is a five. But, look, I think it's going to be a game where the first goal is going to be important because – Obviously, they haven't won a game in five, so they, they want to get as many points as they can. And they may see us as an opportunity coming off Europe to to sort of have a go as well. So if we can get an early goal and an early lead, it the, the floodgates may just open. I think that's what Eddie, I think, will be stressing to the guys to make sure we switch on from the start and, and hopefully get that first goal. Yeah. Well, um, I'll just bring up here their, um, their start to the season. So... Lost at home, one nil to Crystal Palace on opening day. Then Nottingham Forest um, beat them two one at home. Um, Man City beat them two one at Sheffield United. They drew probably a relegation six pointer early on with Everton a, a, a two two draw. But um, and then yeah, like we said, they sort of lost nearly the unlosable really to to Spurs that two one game. But on the surface, like Jack said, that with the timing of the goals. But if you actually have a look at the stats of the game, they were. They were battered the whole game, and I think they probably did well to hold on um, for as long as they did, really, in that game. Yeah, and the, against Man City as well, I think Man City had to get an 87th-minute winner or something. Yep. So yeah. if you look at that, you know, they've, they've almost held Man City. They've almost beat, almost held Spurs. I watched the game against Everton, and that was a really entertaining game, mainly because neither team could defend. So they were both quite good going <laughs> forward, but terrible at the back. Um, so... Yeah, they've had some hard fixtures so far, I guess. Um, but like I said, we, we want to be looking at this as one. I think results, I mean, this week the results have been important against Brentford and against Milan. It's been results. But I think with this one, we need to see a good performance as well. We need to start getting that confidence back and we need to see a bit more attacking uh, fluency and potency um, to start getting that confidence back in the team that you know, we can score goals as well as keep goals out. So hopefully that's what we see with this game. Mm, hopefully, I oh know Tonali. What did he play? Um, it was about seventy minutes, I think. Yeah. The other night yeah. in the Champions League. So hopefully he's he's fit enough to start. And 
we can maybe get him. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bruno started on the bench. He's had a big, a really big fortnight away with Brazil. Um, come back, played the 90 minutes against Brentford and then travelled to Milan and played the 90 minutes as well. So um, I'd like to see Tanali. I know we spoke about um, a few days ago about how things look a bit clunky at the moment for our midfield and stuff like that. It'd be really interesting to see how Tanali plays without Bruno, whether he's a more effective player than what he has been in the last few weeks with, with Longstaff and maybe an Anderson or someone like that um, next to him. So that could be one to watch as well, especially like what we said, was he just going to go chips in for this and basically flip the 11 over for the, for the Carabao cup game. So um, it could be a good chance for Tonali though, Jack. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of a um, debate, isn't it, at the minute? Because obviously Tonali and Bruno are probably our two best central midfielders or yeah, the midfield three of Tonali, Bruno and Joe Linton is what you know we think is going to be the long-term first-choice central midfield. But it's definitely not quite clicking at the moment. Obviously, Joe Linton's not there at the moment as well. But with, you know, it's probably no coincidence that Longstaff's come back in, started the last two games and we haven't conceded a goal. Or maybe it is a coincidence because it's the same yeah. time as Botman coming back as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say, it might be someone else. Longstaff put such a shift in the other night as well in Milan that maybe he's, because that's he's, he's been injured as well at the start of the season. Tonali also had his knock when he was on international duty. So mm. I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe comes out the team. Um, I can't really see him like leaving Bruno out. He just doesn't seem to do that unless, his, unless he is injured or struggling. But I mm. think Anderson is worth another start as well. And this might give, be a game where we want some more creative options in the central midfield. You're yeah. kind of missing Joe Willock at the minute as well. Like I think oh, the Milan massively. game, the Milan game made us realise that. Um, so Legs. this is the sort of game, somebody who can carry it mm. forward and somebody who can link with Isak as well. Um, so, but you know, having this conversation about midfield depth and options is just not something that would have happened last, even yeah. last season because <laughs> it was just a set midfield all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's good. And this is the kind of problem that Eddie's going to have now. You know, he's got a bigger squad. What's he going to do for, for which game? And, you know, he's going to be scrutinised if he gets it wrong. So hopefully he gets it right this time and the players coming in can stake the claim. Yeah, well, that's right. It's, it's, you're only wrong in hindsight, aren't you? Like... I think a lot of their decisions, especially this week, will be based on science rather than than anything else. I think what levels the players are at with fatigue and their recovery and everything like that. And you just pick and like you said, Jack. I think that's the the beauty of things now is we can we can basically rotate anyone at the moment. And maybe maybe apart from Botman, as, as we might have seen the last few games, but. We can have a, a fair degree of confidence. The player that replacing them is going to do a really good job as well. Mm. And even Gordon, he started every game so far, so maybe he's mm. going to be due a rest because you know he wasn't he wasn't fit when he joined last season. He looks fit now, but maybe he's due a rest and Barnes can have another start in the league. You know, Miggy's yeah. probably going to be fit, so options everywhere. Good to see. Well, that's it, isn't that right, Jack? Like Barnes come on for the last little bit against Milan, so you think he's probably nailed on and starting. Elmoron, I think, was maybe 20 minutes or, or something like that at the end, maybe 15, 20 minutes at the end. So, look, we're going to have probably our, our front three are going to be pretty fresh because Wilson Wilson would be pretty fresh as well. And I think from what he said pre-game against Milan, I think it's part of his sort of recovery where he doesn't do too much in the early part of the week. He sort of gets his body right and has that main training session um, during the middle of the week to make him right for the weekend. So, 
yeah, our front three could be completely different and still be just as potent and effective as, as what it was for that Milan game. Yeah, and uh, I think um, with you know with good teams like Man City can rotate all the time, so you you kind of want to get away from having a best eleven or a first choice eleven, and you want to eventually end up having a squad that you can call on in, in different games, you know, to do different things, and that's where the scrutiny comes in. You know, the the manager will get judged on those decisions he makes, and like I said, often often in hindsight, and football's such a game of margins, small margins that you know. The manager can get lambasted for something that was just one tiny width of a post away, and he's a genius, you know. So that's yeah. the that's the yeah. game they're in, though. That's the game they're yeah. in. So well, you, that's, like, where, that's where they get the big bucks. Yeah, a ball bounces off Botman's ass, and he's the worst manager in the world, and people are starting to question him. Like it's fine margins, as you've been saying, Dimmy. Small details, like Jose, special one says, it always comes down to small details, <laughs> and in the big games, the small details matter. Yeah. Um, so back to back to Sheffield United, mate. Who's who's maybe one or two key players that we need to look out for, Timmy? You're you're the um, you're the expert on all this sort of stuff. George Baldock. Beso- yeah. Besides, I was going to say besides George Baldock, who marauds, <laughs> the Greek, he marauds yeah, the up and down Greek. that right. Yeah. Who marauds <laughs> up and down that right hand side? And he's actually, to be fair, he's actually quite decent, and he's he's had a, a decent start to his international career for Greece. He's been quite good at right back, but. Besides him, obviously the new signing from Aston Villa, Cameron Archer, scored a nice goal against Everton the other week, and he looks like he's got a bit of talent. And obviously, he can't break into that Aston Villa team, and he he wants game time, so he's gone to Sheffield, and he he seems like he could be someone who's dangerous. Like watching that Everton game, like like Jack did, like McBurney seemed like a, an absolute pain in the ass to play with, play or play against. He was throwing elbows and probably play with as well. Yeah, probably play with as well, barging <laughs> into defenders. So I'm glad that he's not there because he may may have thrown a, a stray elbow or two to uh, to beautiful yeah. Fab Shares face, and who knows what would happen then. But um, yeah. now, nah, look, I think that they do have that they do have threats, like we said. But it, it's going to be more about us and about us getting our game going and clicking that attacking attacking third. Yeah, um, Jack, do you know any anything about Sheffield United? No, just like like that Everton game. I watched that because it was on. Um, they can't it was defend. A, it was a 9.30 kickoff, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Early. The, the manager was complaining the other day about apparently the referee told them to kick it long or something because he was saying... Oh, yeah, I did see that rant after was, the game. Like, he's got no idea what yeah. the... Uh, they've got no feel for the game. and Yeah, he was accusing the referee. Yeah, he said that the ref had told them to kick out long because they were accused of wasting time because they were going to yeah. play it short or something. He was just basically yeah. having a big souk because they just got beaten in the 98th and 101st <laughs> minutes. So fair enough. Let's let him have that one. Um, but I don't know if you were going to talk about this key, but do you remember the last time we played Sheffield United in the Premier League? Were you going to cover John that Joe one? John Joe Shelby. No, there was that one. But I think the last time is when Bruce was... Oh yes, last time was when Steve Bruce and Ryan Fraser played in the false. He he played in that false eight position or something. Yeah, and he never and then we lost one nil in his life. Yeah, yeah, and it was and when Bruce was in the middle of that thing where he was, was, was going to turn him into a central midfielder. Like it was. Yeah, the, that was. The, I think we had yeah. Fraser and Miggy as like we had Fraser and Miggy as like split false eights or something. Bruce said. Yeah, and it was that time where he was just windmilling because he just didn't know what he was doing, and then we yeah. lost that. And then he said, "Oh, the gloves are off now. I'm gonna, 
Like, yeah, I'm going to do it my way or something. Way. <laughs> and it's like, what? What have you been doing? <laughs> what what, you what have you been doing for the last two years? <laughs> yeah. Was that that was during? Was that during COVID? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember. I can't remember the guy's name. You know the guy that used to take him off on Twitter, and he'd be like, he'd be on the phone, and he was saying that John <laughs> Joe was the John Joe was a rat and and stuff like that. It, all them, all them little scenarios, all what just make me think of him. Them videos were hilarious. I can't remember what the um, what the handle was, but they used to all. And he had it in for Raider, Raider. <laughs> he used to always go in on Lee Ryder. Um, yeah. So hopefully we don't have to play anyone like a maybe a Livermento and who who else could we play? Not Lewis Smiley because he could probably play it, and Lewis Hall could probably play in the midfield as well. So it's it's maybe Emil Kraft and Emil Kraft into a central midfielder because it's just another example, like another example of you know the context of where we've come from to where we are now because that wasn't that long ago, you know. Uh, and no, it's to be where like we are now, now, where we're talking about who we're going to play, are we going to play our Italian international in midfield, or we're going to drop our Brazilian international? It's just yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, it's quite nice to look back on those uh, those things and see, see where we've come from. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll just we'll make this one short and sweet. Demi, have you uh, have you got a prediction for Sunday? I do. Two nil win. Two nil win, Jack. I was going to say 2-0 as well, but I'll be different. I'll say 3-1 win. Yeah, nice. Let me think about it and I'll uh, jump onto my Twitter on Sunday <laughs> and you can all will be revealed. I want to maybe get my following count up. So um, jump onto our, our socials and you'll see my handle. Give me a follow and you can berate me. So, Dimmy, how's that spreadsheet going? Have you updated that spreadsheet lately or not? I've updated it today if you bothered to check the Excel spreadsheet. So there is a a shocking start to the to the race of uh, predictions that the the worst predictor who's who's is leading this this race at the moment, his name will go remain nameless, but he knows who he is. And just like the <laughs> Melbourne Cup, always the the donkeys always start well in the race, but then yeah. they always die off. So uh, yeah. I'll be looking be that forward bloke. to him dying yeah. off. He'd be that bloke who gets to the finishing post first and throws his hands in the air like he's just won the Melbourne Cup and Forgetting he's got another lap to go. <laughs> yep, that'll be him. That's Lee. That is him. It's, it's because don't, he's, don't he's it. particularly negative as well, and we've been losing games. So as soon as we start winning again, that'll be all good. Yeah. <laughs> Natural all order right. will resume. Yes. All right, then, boys. Uh, thanks for your time tonight. I'll let you go back to uh, watching the footy and uh, enjoy your Friday and enjoy your weekend, boys. Cheers, Keeks. Awesome. Thanks, Keeks. Thanks, Timmy. Good luck. Good luck to the Lions, too. Tomorrow night, Jack. Thank you very much. We don't need it, I don't think. We should win fairly comfortably. Yes. And that'll be the Hopefully. grand final next weekend. And we're still the premiers for another week, so that's all that matters. So <laughs> your, cup's full. your cup's still full. Yeah, my, my cup is full. All right, boys. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, everyone. See ya. See ya. Whoa.